welcome everybody back to another fun episode. And I say fun, everybody likes. We won't make the mistake this time. I'm going to remember. I'm Chuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, and if you forgot, I'm Tim. Who can forget Tim? And I'm Kelly. And you'll never forget that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And we may may not have a guest in the house tonight, Mr. Dale. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of leave that for... Uh, he didn't drink enough yet. He, yeah, not he yet. Did. So he, He's still pre-gaming. He, he may make an appearance on the mic. He may not, and that's okay. I may. I may. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> so I'm going to start it off. You know, we had a week off. You know, it's always good to take a little break. We all get busy. Life happens, right? Life happens happens now not to rehash our last show but i'm just curious i'm gonna start with you tim okay how was your week and did you have any crazy (laughs) well before you start you know i did you know i did i'm like the bullet the bullseye for randomness like oh my god when i said something about your haircut you said your hair was falling out i said the old ladies are stressing you out. <laughs> Let me tell you, I had a, what, can I, well, listen, I had a situation at work. I kind of feared for my life a little bit. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Uh-oh. you know, I, I went into work and everybody, you know, I, I work in IT, so I help out a lot of people. And this one guy, I was, was really rude to me, but I'm like, okay, cool. Like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that on the chin. I'm gonna keep it moving. So I wanted to go talk to one of my coworkers. And I told him, like, yeah, this dude was, like, really rude to me. I don't know what's going on. And he immediately was like, yeah, everybody's being so fucking rude today. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and then to the point where he started talking about, like, yeah, if I had a gun, Uh-oh. I'd come in here and start shooting motherfuckers. Uh-oh. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> so I'm sitting there at work like, okay, this is... What do I do? He talked about like <laughs> shooting people. He's like, it would feel so good if I just shot mm. everybody. Oh and I'm like, oh man. And I'm, <laughs> like, I sit behind him, so like I'm kind of trapped. Right. So I'm like, okay, let me just diffuse the situation. And I was <laughs> like, I, I was like, hey, you know, everybody has bad days. You know, people trip. You know, it's on us to like just like. To let it slide and blah blah blah, but I was like, I was feeling like, okay, what what do I do in the situation? Yeah. Talking about like shooting people, right. and like if I had a gun, and I was like, oh, should I call nine one one? Should I tell somebody? Yeah, so I'm like, should I buy a bulletproof vest and like <laughs> and just come to work with that and every day, every day? But you know what? I, I said like, you know, every day I'm gonna buy him whatever he want. <laughs> he like pretzels, I buy him pretzels. Whatever can he like, like I'll buy him that can. Like he don't remember I'm his friend, just in case. I feel the happen. same. I feel the same way. Like <laughs> I feel exact same way. The crazy people are the ones that you need to make your best friend yeah. because they will remember when it's their time and they snap, and you're real nice to them. You'll be the person that they let go. At least you hope. And and, I, least, and I'm okay with that. At least you have you a better hope. chance than everybody else that was being mean to him. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> No doubt. Either being me to him or people he does he doesn't know or they don't know. 
Right. Like you have a better chance. Like, hey, I'll be like, hey, man, I bought you those pretzels. Remember, I bought you that candy. Like, I'm your friend. <laughs> like, I'm your friend. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's 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 some serious rap, though, man. Yeah, I like to. You know, but later on, he did apologize. Like, yeah, I, I didn't mean to scare you, but yeah. I was, I'm like, yeah, but like that's. That's like, already a, a mental note, though. Like, yeah, that's, at least to like, you. Other, noted, other people might not know, but noted. I mean, any anytime he starts acting weird, walk off to the nearest I exit. Know, Twenty years ago, you you might be able to you know be able to kind of look past that, but like now. You 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 kind of have to take that. I don't even think twenty years ago. Uh, maybe twenty five. Especially, especially yeah. not even on a college campus. That's where it be happening. Yeah. At. Listen, like in, in the any other time, he's like quiet and like just chill and just like you know mm, quiet. And 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 when that happened, I was like, oh, like what's going on right now? Yeah. And he's like loud. And like if somebody was to walk past, or just. Just happened to like hear him down the hallway. It was like, yo, it would have been like a real situation. Yeah. So, like, you know, so real rap, you know, since you bring that up, how, how do you not take that seriously? Like, don't you on some level kind of, and I get he apologized, but at, at the risk of sounding like an old head snitch, again, I'm just thinking about the climate we're in right now. Don't you kind of have to let someone know, let somebody know that? I don't know. The reason why, honestly, the reason why I didn't is because he said, like, if I had a gun, that's why I don't get a gun. And I was like, okay. Maybe he realized that he's at that, he's on that level, like, he shouldn't own a gun. So I'm like, okay. Oh, so he knows that he's mentally unstable. Well, so he knows that, like, if he had a gun, he might do something crazy, I, I guess. So since he said that, I'm like, okay, he has some sort of, like, uh, mental recognition of, like, who he is. But so doesn't it doesn't your story sound like kind of the backstory to like when shit has happened? I don't know because like and they'll come back and say, "Well, he used to kind of say stuff like that," but we just thought it was you know that's just I mean, that's just Derek. Derek does that from time to time. <laughs> you know what? To your point, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I could kind of see that, but I don't know what the other situations situations were like. Like they just. These people already talk about having guns or wanting to get them, right? So they can do this. I or, guess I'm just asking because you you just got presented with like a real world situation, and in the moment, and listening to you right now, you kind of like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go. But are we at that point now where we can let that kind of stuff go? Like, listen. I'm and I'm I'm like I'm seriously listen. I love you. Like I don't want this dude to come in one day and right. decide. You know what? I got one now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like I don't know how to answer that, but like I I check on him every day. <laughs> okay, that's that's important. That's you know, important. I talk to him every Very day, important. and just like it's like and just gauge where he's at. <laughs> you keep one eye on your computer. Yeah. And one eye on him. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> hey, what, 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 I don't want to say his name, but I'm like, hey, you're like, like, what's going on? You yeah, all right? Yeah, you know, hey, right. what you do last night? And like, <laughs> you know, in the back of your head, though, what was it that kind of like, like, you know, that make you like go and say, all right, you know what, I gotta go tell someone about this. Like, I didn't tell anyone, but I think if he would have been like, I think if he would have been like, yeah, my gun at home, you know, blah blah blah, then I'm like, okay, he got it. All right, he got a gun at home. He talking about shooting people, so th- at that point I've been like, "All right, y'all, like, all bets are off," you know. Right. 
like, all right, I got to tell somebody this. Like, I didn't want to, um, at the point, cause, like, a, a riff right now. Because if I would have told somebody and he didn't have a gun, I think that would have caused more of a riff at right. the time. I can see it from that point, too. Uh, if I if I do this, if I don't gain his trust, so to speak, right now, if I cause a rift, that may be a, a bigger issue yeah. than me just like, I right, let him express himself and like just get some shit off his chest. Yeah. And like, all right, all right, we cool, we cool, we cool. It's funny. You know? do, do, do you guys find yourself like doing that a whole lot? Like if you see a situation where there's a, there's a, a big issue going on, you try to like kind of instead of like bringing it up to the, the right person or whoever you try situations like uh i remember just growing up where i grew up at like i would see like people like do certain things and i, and I would intervene like i would see like i was a big component of like you should never hit a woman i would see somebody like they would hit their girlfriend i'm like yo 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 you can, like what you doing like you can't right. do that like type of thing but nowadays we're like you have more things involved like guns and like exactly yeah it's, yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like so much different. more heightened now yeah i kind of yeah. had a situation like that like about a week ago where i got inserted into a situation where you know i was thinking like all right you know all right i'm aware of the situation i'm aware of what's going on maybe i can you know work this thing out and you know figure things out and then come to find out that like things are getting mm-hmm. worse and escalating mm-hmm. and getting worse and because we're not psychiatrists right psychologists i mean we don't we don't know but see at the same time what dale is saying like i understand that you want to talk to that person engage them and see where they at then you figure out you know even though you're not a psychologist you figure out like okay this is deeper than what i thought it was thought it is it's kind of like okay let me just like escalate to somebody else that may be able to help out or do something you know type of thing no. I guess <clears throat> I asked the question. I, I've I've been inundated with you know corporate training lately, and you know they 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 play out these videos and these certain scenarios, and they ask you the question, you know, what would you have done in this situation? And when you take these training courses, the answer that they're looking for is that it's not up to me to decide whether or not this guy was you know, in a good place or not, whether he had something at home or not, it was, what did I observe and what did I do next? And they're looking for you to basically bring that to someone's attention, whether it be, and and more often than not, they're they're actually saying this is something that you want to take to HR. It doesn't even have to necessarily go to like your, uh, your, your manager, you know, like that next level up from you because their concern is, and it, it, it's not even just, I mean, listen, the situation you just brought up is because, again, I'm I'm thinking about my boy here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want this right. boy like have this moment again and he be looking at you kind of like squirrely, like, you know. But in that same spirit, it could be anything, you know. It, it could be fraud. It could be, you know, um, doing things for his own personal gain, wh- whatever it is. Yeah. And it's like when you see something like that, at what point, Maybe maybe that's the question, and I, I'll throw this to you guys. At what point do you decide that it's not up to me to gauge this person's behavior and just kind of take it at face value, whatever it is, if it caused you a second of a question, like I don't know if that's right. When do you when do you when do you take that to the, the you know the the I, I want to say the proper authority, but you know to the 
the right person, you know, HR, whomever. I can't, like, speak for everybody, but for me, I mean, like, within my age group, a lot of people say certain things just because, I guess, that's just how they talk, and they might not be serious about how they, like, I guess what they're saying is coming off. Or, like, for example, like, if somebody's, like, sitting in uh, in traffic, and you're looking at your GPS, and you're like, oh, my God, now I'm going to be stuck in traffic for, for three hours. I should kill myself. You know what I mean? People say those kind of things, but they might not necessarily mean them. It's just, like, we're in that, like, day and age where, like, you would say something like that because, like, the situation that you're currently in is so bad that, like, you're thinking about something else, not meaning that you're actually going to do it. Now, if somebody else is going to, like, say that near you or, like, another person saying it to you, you can kind of feel or how they how they say it in the way that they say it, their facial expressions, their body expressions, um, of how they're expressing those, I guess, scary, you know, things that they're saying, if if you really are going to be concerned about it and you should tell somebody, or whether they're lighthearted about it and they're joking. I think most people can kind of decipher the difference between the two. I, I get that, okay. Yeah, I had a situation like that um, personally before. This was back, and I remember this is back in like 2012. And like, so I was going through something, and, and I mentioned to somebody like, you know what? I just, I just want to go to sleep and never wake up. It was just a feeling I had in that moment. No, I did not want to like commit suicide or anything like that, but it was just like the situation at the time. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep and never wake up. Now, I don't did, want you, to- did you say that around people? I said it. I said that to somebody. Okay, in a work setting. No, it wasn't a work setting. Okay, it wasn't a work setting, but it was at that moment that it was an overwhelming feeling that I had. Okay, it's not something that I wanted to actually happen or do. I was trying to just like I don't know, express myself or get something off my chest or whatever you want to call it. I was just like, you know what? I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to deal with none of this stuff. But that was just, uh, it was so overwhelming that I, I said that. Like, if, if you and I were having that conversation, that's something that you said to me. Me knowing how you are, I don't think that I would take that seriously. Or, like, that you were going to harm yourself or that, you know, like, you, like, like, somebody else needed to know. I would think that, okay, maybe he's having a bad day. That's just how he feels at the moment. It's extreme, but that's all right. He's going to be all right. I'm not worried for him. That's that's how so I would take it. Am I wrong if you know him like that and you're like, oh, that's just Tim? I don't know him like that. Right. I'm on a job a month, two months, and this dude comes in and says, yo, this day is crazy. I'm ready to go to sleep and not wake up. I don't know him like that. You don't, but what, what, what are you going to do? If it's the three of us now, would you now, you don't know him, would you kind of pull me aside and say, like, hey, like, is everything all right with him? So I'm a I'm a cop out a little bit here, and I'm gonna say it's situational because it depends on how I feel about you. Because again, I'm I'm new to both of y'all, right? I don't I don't know how y'all but you, relationship. Are, but you is. now probably feel safer with me not being the one who said it, and he did. Well, now like I said, situational. Because if he said it around both of us, and you were just like ha ha, I laughed it off. I'm like, <laughs> hmm, wait a minute, like <laughs> I don't know if I can talk to her about this because. She think one thing about it. Now, if you looked at me and I looked at you when he said that, then yeah, I might pull you to the side and say, "So what? What's what? How do you feel about?" Because when you look at somebody else when they're in a situation and y'all both lock eyes, both of y'all feel uncomfortable. That's that's just like a 
so, a vibe. Okay, so <laughs> let's go there. He says that you and I look at each other and we both feel uncomfortable. Now what? We would probably talk about it. We would probably talk about it. So you don't think in that situation we should take it to and let somebody in authority know? I don't think I don't think I would have. I honestly it would have depend on his, you know, his whole demeanor as a whole. Okay. If I wasn't feeling like either life threatening for myself or I didn't think that he was going to harm himself, I don't think that I would have. Now, you, if this is a, I, if this is the first time. Now wait, wait. You you that's weird. <laughs> No, wait. Now, I'll add this to Dale because Dale knows Chuck and Chuck and Dale met me through Chuck. So we, so we, if we out doing our thing and Chuck goes to the bathroom or something like that, I say, hey, Dale. Like, okay. like, either I say, like, you know what? I don't want to wake up. Or I say, like, you know what? I'm going to go to the job tomorrow. I'm going to fucking, like, I want to take a gun and, like, shoot everybody. What would you do in that situation? I'll probably have a conversation with Chuck. <laughs> like, hey, man, <laughs> what's going on with this guy? Right, but yeah. I mean, to Chuck's point, like, it depends on the situation and how you know the person, basically, right? There's certain individuals, and we know this one individual. I'm not going to mention his name, but in the past, like, he used to flip out. You know, he yeah. Had his but you, we, knew, we knew that individual, and we knew that he wasn't, well, at least I, I knew. He wasn't going to go to that point. See, and like, again, I want to take this back to the work setting. Now, Tim gave a situation where we're chilling, and I go to the bathroom, whatever. Now, in the work setting. In the work setting, yeah. In the work setting. Now, to what he's saying, nah, I was never good with that. Because, see, now, Dale is sitting here saying, well, I knew him. And listen, I've worked with the guy. I thought the guy was nice. But I don't know him like that. So when Dale told me some of the stuff that he said, it gave me straight up now. Right. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be dead honest with y'all. I took the same approach Tim did. I made sure I spoke to that man every day. <laughs> I right. came to his office. You all right? <laughs> you need anything? Yeah. You, know, you got to check in with that person and, every, and see which way they're leaning on yeah, the crazy sale. So, yeah. I think that's good. Uh, to me, I think that's good anyway. Like, I think you should <laughs> check on certain people that I you mean, you, think. I mean, you definitely should, especially if you're like, worried about them. You should you should check in on them. How you doing I mean, today? You yeah. all right? Just don't move the red stapler. You okay? Right. <laughs> like, you want some coffee? I guess you, don't worry about it. I, go, I, go, I, got I, go, I got you. I, I go get you some sugar. coffee. Now, Nothing see, if it, if it happened the first time, I don't think that many people – would have too many red flags depending depending on what comes out of their mouth. Now, if it happened a second, a third time, it's like, okay. Okay. I let the first one slide, but okay. now you just damn crazy. And yeah. now I'm gonna have to tell on you. I'm sorry, because yeah. I'm yeah. scared for me. I, I'm yeah. scared for me. True, true. Because <laughs> if it happened again, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna keep yeah, it. Yeah, I'm myself. sorry. Like, Mm-mm. like we cool and all, and I'll buy you your coffee and pretzels, whatever you want. But at this point, you done mentioned it again. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. Like, all right. Yeah. The, the, all right, we getting somewhere because that's okay. I like that. So you, you kind of give them one is what y'all saying. I'm I a, would. I'm going yeah. to give you one. Depending yeah. on the situation, I would give them I'm gonna one. I'm going to give you one. You can, have, you can have the one. But just know, now you're on now my you're radar. On and I'm watching you. you. <laughs> Noted. Like, yep, yep. noted. All right, okay. I can click. Yep, 
That's me taking a picture. Yeah. A mental yeah. picture of your crazy ass right here in my brain now. That's in my journal right now. Like, yeah, such and such did this on this day. Right? So, and if like, I go yeah. missing, it's probably them. Yep. Check with them first. <laughs> so when I get that random text from Tim, like, listen, Chuck, the boy at it again. If you don't hear from me, <laughs> yes, right. In the next couple hours, you know who you already was. you already. Like, when know. I text, when I text you, like, yo, shit is hot right now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yo, shit is hot right now. Like, yo, just come to my job, yeah. do, do whatever you think. <laughs> tell me, like, tell everybody, my grandmother fell down the stairs or something, something. like that. Something, something. like, come shit, get like, me. come get me right now. <laughs> yep. Like, come get them. You got to have plan B sometimes. Uh, okay. So, let me, let me, let me take this into, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a spin this now. I'm going to okay, spin this now. Okay, bit. okay. Do you think some of this behavior, now, I, I know you, you gave your example, cause, and I'm not, I absolutely don't put you in this category. Do you think some of that comes from being entitled and sometimes maybe things not going the way you think they should go because of how you view yourself or, you know, and, and I'm just within this en- entitlement realm where I'll give an example of our star Sixers player who, in my opinion right now, is exhibiting some of this entitled behavior where he thinks, you know, he don't have to do or he could do what he want to do because he thinks, you know, he's deserving of certain things. And I'm, I'm just curious if those types of reactions, because it doesn't always have to be as negative as we're just portrayed it. No, no. But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if, if some of that comes from being somewhat entitled. For me, I'm I, curious. I, I, I think you would know in that moment if somebody is being like entitled and they feel in some type of way because they think it's supposed to go the way that they think. You're like, oh, yeah. For me, I'm like, okay. This person is like tripping, like, oh yeah, they 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 think like life is like a piece of cake and mm-hmm. it should go this way, and it's like it's not like that, you know. I I, I can't give an example right now, but like, I think in, in those situations you would know if somebody's like, oh, I went to go do this and this didn't happen. It's like, okay, well, you feel that angry about that, like, right? Yeah, they, like you you were right, like as far as like to I guess that extreme I don't think it would go that far but I think that you can tell where um you know they would probably have like a temper tantrum or like a okay. fit like that but would you would you consider that example Tim gave as being somewhat of a temper tantrum mm, I don't think so <laughs> no 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 that's no. no he he wasn't entitled that's a little extreme that yeah. was not a temper yeah. tantrum <laughs> And for me, just like being around the person and working with them, it's like that wasn't a temper tantrum. That was a whole, that was a situation. Oh, yeah. That was like a place that has been embedded in his head. And somebody hit that nerve and it just came out. It just came out. But that's, I, that's something that's been in there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, and I, and I kind of understand that. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, do I need to text somebody? And right. Like, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm sick. I need to go to the doctor and just, like, leave work and just, like, never come back. Or well, like- see, listen, now, see, now you told us, and now we have now we have a safety plan. So if something happens, <laughs> safety plan. all you got to do, just hit the group so, text with a so whole bunch of message. flames. 
SOS 911. We, we already you. know. We're going we gonna to be there for you. So, you know. Like, I'm going to text all of y'all, like, it's hot right now. Y'all need to come get me. Y'all need to come up to the job. It's hot right now. See, at least like at it. least we know we know the situation. So you 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 did you did tell somebody. You did, yeah, yeah. yeah. You let us know. You put us out. You put I'm it like, out. I'm there. Like, All right, y'all. It's hot right now. Y'all need to come get me. <laughs> like, call my phone. Do something. I'll make it. I'm like, oh, grandma fell down the stairs again. All right, I, I'm leaving right now. <laughs> like so. <laughs> yep. Get an exit plan. <laughs> like, listen. All right. So then maybe maybe on the on the other side of things. Where you've got like the people he was dealing with that started driving him to that point where he felt like he just wanted to kill all these people. Oh, the people who made him feel like that yeah. were probably entitled. Do you think? But I'm saying those his reaction. Those are the entire pe- entitled those, people. Those were the, the that their behavior was from a more entitled position. I believe so. I can get behind that. Okay. I, I can believe see that. so. Because, you know, like, you you hear these reactions of these, like, entitled people, and you're just kind of like, oh, God, like, give me a break. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's so it's so sickening to people who, I guess, aren't entitled to hear entitled people, you know, not get their way. And it's just, like, sickening to the point where it's just like. Shut up. Right. We're, <laughs> to, to the point where you might get, you might get angry right, like that. Right, right, right. That was a little too much, but, you know, ca- kind of close. I was like, oh, sh- shut up. Shut up I strangle you. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. There you go. Right. There you go. There it is. There it is. See? There it is. Where's the manager at? I'm about to talk to the manager here. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly's strangling people. She's threatening to strangle people. But I, I think it has gotten worse since COVID. People are not able to deal with certain things since COVID for whatever reason. You, you think COVID is... is I, you know what? Not, I disagree. Not, not COVID per se, but I think for some reason people being alone excluded, alone, exclude, excluded from the rest of the world, they feel as though like this should happen the way I think it should happen or the way I say it should happen. Right. For for some reason, like I don't I don't know what that is. Like once again, I'm not a psychologist. So I don't know what it is, but I think it has gotten worse since since COVID. I I, I don't know. I don't know what the connection is, but you know, so that's so the problem. Now, it's probably not a connection; it's a disconnect. Yeah. So those that may not have had a, all right. So see, I said sense of entitlement. I think now we're we're, I don't know now. We're, I don't know where we're going now with this because I'm thinking to your point about COVID. Is this now a new learned behavior because you've been in isolation and self reliant and kind of in your own space to have to deal with other people now, whether now, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm kind of talking myself in a circle here. Cause I still it, think it's a sense of entitlement though. Okay. I think it's just, just, it's just a stronger sense of entitlement. Well, but we, you know, so let me ask you this then. How, how are you, how are you class? I'm, I'm classifying entitlement as like people who, were kind of raised a certain way where things were always kind of, you know, made available to them where yeah. they get into a new situation where instead of it being, you know, let's just say handed to them, they actually have to put effort into getting it. You know, they have to actually put themselves out there and work for something and they can't handle that. They, they still expect the world 
to bend to their needs. Now, if you're adding in the aspect of, of COVID, I'm just curious. I mean, let's just say me. I'm not entitled by any means, but if I start exhibiting that behavior, well, how would you, how would you, like, what the fuck is wrong with Chuck? Like, what? Who the hell does he think he is? Well, for you to be different, I'm like, Chuck. <laughs> well, I got to be different. <laughs> I'm like, Chuck, sit your ass down. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, what is going on with you right now? Right. But I, I think since people have, since COVID, for whatever reason, they've been cut off. They've been, they have been disconnected. So now they have to deal with people. So they think just because they had, they've been stuck in the house that they, they're entitled to have more or they're entitled to have things their way for right. whatever reason. Yeah, they had, you a, know, people had like control of their own space, their own time and, and stuff like that. Basically being back in around individuals and stuff. Yeah. It's going to, yeah, they, that away. Yeah. So, so, so a lot of people was able to work from home and sort of make their own schedule, be like the, the sole control of their life. Now you have to go somewhere and be under somebody else you know, jurisdiction, so to speak, and, like, you have to follow somebody else's rules, and they're like, oh, no, I ain't dealing with that. I've been at home on my own schedule, doing my own work when I want to. Now I have to go here, and things aren't happening like I want it to happen. So now it's kind of just like, you know. So you're almost saying they've developed a sense of entitlement. For those that didn't have one, yes. Okay. But some people already have one, and this it was like gasoline to the fire. Ah, okay. You it know, just, just brought it out. Yeah, it brought out even more. A lot of things have been brought out since COVID, but we're yeah, not going to get into that's, that. That's we're not going to get into that. That's true. But I'm just saying. Let's get into it, Tim. What else has come out because of COVID? I'm not about entitlement no, right no, now. No, no, you said no more restaurants. No more COVID talk. So we're going, we're going, we're going to. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But, you know, I think the sense of entitlement has gotten greater for since that time. Yeah. I will say, you know. But of working remote and. Yeah. And you people just doing their own thing and having their own, like, making their own schedule, so to speak, and just doing whatever, you know. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, I, I guess. People had gotten, you know, a little bit, a little bit spoiled, a little bit comfortable, you know, from not going to the office all the time and being at home and not having to get dressed or not having to wash your ass or change your clothes. Whoa, whoa, you get, whoa. Listen, a lot of people got real sloppy working at you home. Know, I agree. I, I agree. Some people have. I didn't work from home. Kelly had to work work. I mean, I worked from home and I still washed. <laughs> but I'm saying <laughs> you. Some, some people, some you. people, still got some, people some people probably didn't. They're just like, oh, I can just roll out of bed whenever. Like, I don't have to talk to face to face nobody. I don't have to brush my teeth right now. Uh, I can wait until later. Like, so you know what? And I, okay, I'll say this. I did have that attitude. But the crazy thing about working remote is when I missed that window and I, and I, so, there was never the attitude of like, I, I just ain't going to do it. But I did have that where I would say, I'll do it later. Later never comes. Exactly. Because once you sit down and actually start working, you're, right. you're, 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 you're stuck, stuck in it. You're kind of sucked in. But now those people who like aren't going to work have to go back to those buildings now. Yeah. Now, now you're forced to do things that you didn't want to do this past year. Get up, shower, brush your teeth actually get in your car and drive to work and be in traffic with other people. Like 
It's something that you've always done. This whole like year and a half kind of like cut that off. So people, you know, started to change their ways of how yeah. they, they think and, and feel and things like that. So people started to get comfortable. But if you think about it, like, I'm going to say this real quick. If you think about it, like how many Zoom meetings have you had and everybody had their camera off? Yeah. Now, I'm a big proponent of turn your camera on. Yeah. Like, I, I am that guy. And I lead by example. Because I will always turn my camera on. And then I'll get to a point after so many meetings, why is nobody else's camera on? Exactly. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Because I do feel, now again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm of the minority, in the minority of people. I just read this, this poll, this guy, I don't know, some guy in this article I read, and he was just talking about he had this company, and when it went into quarantine, everybody worked from home, and he asked his people, like, what did y'all want to do? And some people said, well, they were fine working remote. Some people said they wanted to go to work. Some people said they wanted to go hybrid. And his response was, okay, y'all can all do what y'all want to do. So those that wanted to work remote could stay remote. Those that wanted to come to the office, he had an office space for them. And those that wanted to be um, in a hybrid situation could do both. I do strongly feel that there is some advantage, uh, benefit, to the hybrid. I'm a big, big, big proponent of the hybrid. And what I mean by that is, I do think that we can be successful working remote. However, I do feel there is the need on some level for human interaction. I do think that certain, I won't say things, I think there still needs to be time for face-to-face -face interaction. Now, I understand under certain restrictions you know we have to socially distance and do that thing and so i think we can still do it safely and i do agree because some people say well why do i ever have to come to the office right and i i yeah. hear those arguments yeah. that's my mother i do think i really 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 do think in a business culture you do start to lose the that what we just well that culture you you can lose that culture if you don't have some type of human interaction. Now, with that said, during the quarantine, what I thought helped was it wasn't just having these chats where we can hear each other's voices. I felt a lot better when we can have those Zoom meetings or those Teams meetings and people turned their camera on. And I could actually see another human being Outside of the four people that lived in my house. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so, my cat that's constantly running across my computer. <laughs> right. So, Dale, what, what was your experience like with, you know, being, you know, remote and then being hybrid, or, you know, to being back in the office type of thing? I mean, for me, I kind of, I mean, home was being, it was pretty nice. It was able to kind of, you know, you get up, set your schedule and stuff like that and, you know, get you get through your work day, but after after what I got kind of like tired from you, like Chuck, like you said, like the human interaction and stuff like that. I I kind of really yearned that interaction yeah. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, and so I, you know, I found myself getting back in the office and stuff like that. Um, it's it's the, the part where I had to like kind of pull everyone back in the office. It was rough for me because that, but not even everyone it, else. Like for yourself, right? It it even when you went to the office, there was only a couple other people there. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where people like not, just like not getting on board with it. Like, oh hey, like we're gonna we're gonna be opening up the office again. Like let's try and start going back like twice a week. Come on, people. Everybody like, no, I don't want to. Like yeah. were you get were you getting pushed back from that? Like so, so yeah, that was the the rough part for me, getting pushed back from people coming in the office. And and really like like me personally, like yeah, I don't have a problem being in the office. Like I, I actually preferred being in the office, but I couldn't really like feel comfortable like pushing my guys to hey get back in the office when you know yeah these guys were producing and stuff like that but go back to what chuck said is like if you have people away from the office too long you lose that that culture that makes everything work yeah and like so and i was like yeah we did did well but after a while you, you see that like stuff started falling away and so like it was time to really just get people back and it's it I had a little bit of some some conflicts, you know, yeah. like uh, yeah, should I you know push these people to come back, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah. so you pose a question to Dale, and okay. I like it. I want to pose it to Kelly. All right, Kelly. So now now let me let me pose my question. Mm. You just started a new gig. I did, and you and I have had some conversations on some of the challenges that you've faced in the new position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you think that goes over? Had you been hired during the quarantine, and we're not talking about, we're not talking about, I'm just talking okay, about working yeah. remote. No, we good, we good, I, we I, I don't good. Want, I don't want them to beat me up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how would you, how do you think you would have fared having to learn the, your new role and still be in that 100% remote position? I don't think it would have went well at all. Honestly, I really don't. I'm a hands-on type of person to begin with. Learning just by seeing it is not the best way for me to catch on. Mm-hmm. So if I'm learning something, I would like to do it in person um, and then also see it, kind of like getting you know both aspects of it. Um, that helps me learn a lot more. I don't think that I would have lasted long in that new position if I was to be hired solely remote. like remotely. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. it wouldn't have been a thing unless, unless the training process was like that good step-by-step to show that person exactly what to do in the, in that situation. But you know, somebody would have had to take the time out to actually create that. Right. And you know, I don't think anybody would, would have had time to do that. Right. So I don't, I don't think that would, would have worked and I don't really, know that many companies that were even hiring people, new people during that time when it was completely shut down. It's like, yeah. I don't think anybody, I mean, you know, I, I know companies that did, but I'll just say I, I've, I was always comfortable in remote. Why? Cause I had been doing my work for years. So yeah, I, I was fine. I, I worked from home for that whole year. I was good with it. But to Dale's point, I did have as much as I, Hate the commute. Hate seeing some of the people in the office. I still want to see some of the people I hated. Like I still, <laughs> I wasn't. Right. I just, yeah. I just want to kind of be. And again, that's why I said hybrid because I'm not saying I needed to be there five days a week either. Right. I, I don't think that that's necessary. I really don't. No. But I did, and I still do think that that the hybrid for me, I think, is more where. And I, I, I oh God, I hope I don't come off the wrong way but i was gonna say where we need to be but i do like if if, it, if it's my call 
I'm definitely pushing hybrid. I yeah. don't like 100% remote. Yes, I, I guess like the, the some the, like you said, the, the at least having some face to face interaction. It makes you feel more than just like you're, you know, like like than just you're a number. Yeah, like you know certain things that we were already Ooh, feeling. Good point. Yeah, seeing people and you know having that camaraderie and stuff like that. Some of the things that we went through and that we were feeling in the back of our head. I think that was, you know, magnified during COVID. Like, <laughs> we would think, oh, yeah, they probably think I'm just a number. Don't don't say COVID around town. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> during the lockdown. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, that really, uh, like, kind of really, uh, what do you call it, uh, justified our thoughts in the back that we had in the back of our heads. Like, yeah, those people really think we're just a number. Yeah. Like, it put it out there. It yeah. made a lot of things clear and out there. Like, so I, I, I think just. Ooh, all right, you bring, your, you bring uh, your emotions up on uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, at, at the end of the day, we need human interaction. Yeah. I think as much as, as we don't, we say we don't like it, we don't want it, we still need it. Yeah. We still need it to evolve. On some level. Right. On some level, we, we still need it. You know, whether. To Chuck's point, we want to go in there. We don't like this person or whatever. But we still have to go in the office and deal with that person. And deal with the person we don't like. It and deal with the person we do like. You know, yeah. We still need that sort of like interaction, you know, for growth and just sanity. You know? Yeah. Because even if I don't like them, that's why I say the hybrid works. Because if I only have to see them twice a week, I'm good with that. I don't have to see his ass five days a week. Yeah. <laughs> If I don't see people I don't like, like I would never go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need that. I need that motivation, that stress, like, oh, they done piss me yeah. off. Let me go to the gym. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> if everything's all That's gravy and cool, like I would never go work out. I'd never go to the gym. You know, whatever. But we need it. Yeah. You know? yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Good stuff. I, I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm just curious. You know, we, we think about you know, like I said, entitlement. We think about, you know, I guess we've danced around it. We didn't actually call it out, but I think a lot of this has to do with mental health, good or bad. Yeah. You know, because right. men- men- mental health is a real thing. Yeah. And it's, it's a real health, thing. It's, a real it's, thing. It's, it's more, uh, it's more to the forefront now. Yeah. Which, which, which it needs to be. I agree. On, on some level. I agree. You know, so. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's important to check one on your friends, you know, from time to time. Your friends and your coworkers that say certain things. Right. Hey, <laughs> so, yeah, so, okay, what happens when that... <laughs> wait, in a remote setting, if you guys are on a Teams call, and he says that, <laughs> and he's home, <laughs> what do you do then? Uh, I'd be like, leave meeting. <laughs> <laughs> You, Leave you, meeting. You so, private message your brother. other uh, your other coworker and say, "Did you just hear what John <laughs> said? You heard that, right? I told y'all before. Oh, like, listen, he need, he needs to stay remote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, keep him remote. Keep his ass away from everybody. <laughs> yep. I was gonna bring that up actually because like I mean those people like the, your friend being remote actually probably made his that worse. For him, like building up all that, uh, yeah, you know, just frustration and stuff. 
I'm his friend. That ain't his friend. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. As far as, 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 Let's uh, be clear. As far as what we talking about, I, I think Tim is making him his friend. So he doesn't. So he doesn't. <laughs> okay, you're right. Because you're bringing him donuts and chips. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely definitely yeah. making him my friend. Like, hey, what hey. you mean? <laughs> yep. But nah, like, like you know, like if that guy didn't have, like, for, I mean, Seriously, if you didn't have that like outlet for you to talk, you know, to him, um, or you know, or reach out to him every day, like that could turn into something else different, you know, whether it's in or outside of the office, mm-hmm. like that would have found its way out somehow. And, and that's and what so, I'm saying. Like, Sometimes people just need to like talk and get stuff, and out. stuff out. Yeah, yeah, that's and, yeah. And it's like, all right, that's why I listened to him, and I and I didn't like judge him or do anything. I was like, all right, yeah. That was happening, you know, things like that happen. People be all rude and this and that, blah, blah, blah. But it's on us to, like, do our job and rise above it and, blah, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Every, and, everybody um, needs a woo-saw every once in a while. Yeah. You know? Everybody <laughs> likes to woo-saw. Everybody <laughs> likes woo-saw. You got Love. to. You got to sometimes. You got to have a woo-saw. Either woo-saw or Tito's. Either, either hey, one or the know. other. I'm, I'm good way. with both. Right. <laughs> Wusa and, and then Tito's. <laughs> and Tito's. Shots all night. Shots, Shots all shot, night. Shot, shot, shot. My Tito's is gone. I need some more Tito's. All right. All, all right. right. Yeah. Tim, hey, you. Tim, Tim will get on that in a second. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure. We'll make sure. We'll make sure. I, I got to go make some drinks, y'all. I'll, I'll be yeah, back. We'll make sure. <laughs> Actually, you know what? This is good, you know, because we, we, we tend to start going down rabbit holes and, you know, our... our Thirty to forty minute show can run into an hour and a half, so this is good. I'm yes. glad Tim. I mean, uh, Dale needs a drink, so Tim needs to go get on that and make everybody some drinks. <laughs> I still work even after I clock even out, after y'all. You clock out. <laughs> yes, uh, we all realize that we, we do require Tim to do certain duties <laughs> to keep this show going. One that, of which <laughs> that's why we need sponsors. I need money. I need, need to get this going. And what's up, sponsors. Tito's? What's up, Tito's? <laughs> Patron. You know, we do talk a lot about Tito's on this show. We we, we may need to speak up or speak up. Mm. Reach out and, and, and talk to Tito's. Listen, here. I'll talk about Tito's every show if I have to. <laughs> right. Hey. Every we, show. We I'll can talk we about can make it happen. <laughs> but we'll have to come up with a, a Tito's type uh promo, like commercial type thing to you know. Yeah, we work on it. We'll, we'll work, right. on we'll work on it. We'll, we'll work on it. But this was good. See, I have fun. I look forward to these Thursdays. You know, sometimes it's a lot of laughing. Sometimes it's some just some good conversation, you know, and just Yeah. You know, you 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 guys have made me think about a few things now. I'm gonna look at the people I work with a little differently. To Kelly's point, I may take some <laughs> mental pictures and <laughs> Listen, start a, start a photo album. <laughs> Keep some candy and, and some snacks always on you. So you're like, hey, you feeling all right? Here's some candy. Here's right. some snacks. Here he go giving people candy. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You got You going to buy a van next? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, this has been another fun episode. And see, I started off and I say it and I always mean it. I do have a lot of fun. This is yet another fun episode yes of everybody likes serious and fun once again <laughs> i'm that dude chuck if you know me if you don't know me i'm tim and i'm kelly and i'm have to give it to you one time <laughs> there it is there it is <laughs> we, we, we want to thank our special 
guest. Our special guest, because he is quite special. I got to make him a drink because he's staring at me right now. <laughs> it was fun here being here, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right. We will definitely do this again. You'll hear from us. You will hear from us. You'll hear from us. All, All right, right, guys. People. I mean, you know, Peace out. So we got to let Tim go make these Peace drinks. Peace out. <laughs> Tito Tito's. <laughs>